0: Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, every single week, what we love to do is take big, giant, meaty topics, and this week is a juicy one, and break it down into tiny little bite-sized chunks All in an effort to help ourselves have deep conversations about change and hopefully help some of you through the same thing because you know, change is what we love. We are obsessed. So like I mentioned, this week's topic is a is like a juicy, juicy, juicy one. This week, we are going to talk about forgiveness and the role that it plays in helping uh helping change happen and helping happiness happen. Uh and so yeah, it's all about forgiveness this, forgiveness this week. I even just stumble over the word it's such a deep topic for goodness sake. Rod, my friend, what do you want to add into the mix to get us started? What's the research say about forgiveness? Oh.
1: Well, first I was going to make the distinction between this is not the you know, we talked about Sorry, saying sorry, which is correct. That's the superficial uh, reflex word. This is truly about the act. Yeah, of, you know the the feeling of uh, forgiveness, which is a much deeper and personal experience. Anyways, so what is the? I guess the, there's two types. Maybe for our discussion, well, there's forgiving somebody else who you think is done something really bad and you're very mad at them um and then there's also situations where you uh might forgive yourself about your Mm -hmm. your feelings about yourself so um when it's talking about like maybe some of this stuff applies both both situations but for the like if you're if somebody has done something and you're um angry and uh feeling what uh, emotions like feeling you want vengeance, or you want nothing to do with them, or you, you know, uh, just anger is um one. There's two things, and then let's go and we probably it's good to talk about a uh, situations more. But yeah. one is is like you know people. They say the natural reaction to how you interpret a situation is, if you're doing something, you can explain the action with lots of rich detail. It's like, oh, I was mean to that store clerk because I was tired this morning. I had a bad day yesterday. I yeah, would, you, know, you explain. I had a
0: fight with my partner this morning. I was late. All the things.
1: Yeah. And but you typically with you if somebody else is mean to you, you don't really think, Oh, I'm sure they're mean to me because they probably <laughs> want to fight with your partner at a bad age. You think it's I uh, think it's about- you might be right. Right. So step one approach is to to think that the person is however they're acting with you in that moment, it's they're they are because of their their life. It's something that either recently happened to them or even farther back in their lives happened to them. Um, the second is a little humility and to recognize, you know, that person's being a real jerk to me right now, but we've also probably had lots of moments in our own lives where we have been jerks to others. So it's yeah. the, how angry can I be at somebody uh, for how they're behaving if there's a chance that I've maybe behaved that like that or a version of that. And so that, that takes the edge off of how much you might uh how you might react to a, a person and whatever they're doing
0: yeah and i think there's like there's forgiveness that's required in the moment and then forgiveness from uh, like a, either a, a lifetime of things or like a series of things where you have a deeper relationship with a person and some mm-hmm. icky things have happened. Cause I think those are two different things as well, right? Forgiveness mm-hmm. in the moment is that where, you know, you have an interaction with someone and, and they're a bit off in some way. And again, sort of thinking, giving them that benefit of the doubt that you described of, well, mm-hmm. if it were me and I'd had all these things happen in the morning, maybe they've had these things happen, right? That's mm-hmm. a, that to me is a, I, but you know what's cool is I think the end result is the same. I think it's a very freeing thing to tell your, to say to yourself, to realize that, oh my gosh, I bet that person has just had a really hard morning or whatever it is. Cause then you're not carrying, or the alternative is you carry around all that crankiness about that interaction for the rest of your day yeah. and you're kind of infected by it. Oh, yeah. But by giving that person the benefit of the doubt, you get to let that completely let that go and mm-hmm. just go on about your day
1: mm-hmm. totally can i share an example uh like uh this is back i think it's easy to think of of the situations when we were teenagers and all these moments when people did mean things
0: <laughs> yes this is a time that but, is rife for <laughs> <laughs> moments of potential forgiveness for sure right. go i can't wait to hear this well, one
1: so there's, and before I do, I'll say that there's the, the road rage scenario. It's in the moment, yeah. this person you don't really know has done something that you've taken, you made you super angry. And do you sit there and stew or just be like, eh, whatever. It's totally affect It's like the choosing not to let some random situation, uh, bring you down.
0: Take it's, away it's, your happiness. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's choosing happiness. But now, like, I, I, I mean, these are these are always fun to rem- reminisce on, like, silly high school situations. But I, you know, the, I certainly, when I grew up, I think I felt of myself as being someone who was the butt of jokes. Because I took everything so personally. It was. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Same. Like, somebody would say something and I would get so upset about it. And then they would, and then they would realize I was reacting and it would be fun to make fun of me. I carried this into my adulthood, by the way. Like, I'm still. (laughs)
0: Seems, (laughs) Rod. Seems. Oh.
1: Oh, yes. I, like, I, um, I'm just trying to, you know, I think the, uh, the classic situation of somebody you're in, in, I, I was in a class at, um, One time, it was like grade seven, and I was like starting a, you know, little grade seven relationship with somebody. And then that person had walked into the classroom for whatever reason, and another person who was my friend made, like, in front of everybody, exclaimed, "Oh, there's your new girlfriend, Ron!" Oh my god! I was so upset and embarrassed, and then I was so, like, consumed by. That embarrassment and then, and that what the person did to me. And I can still remember it's so salient to today. And, right. So it's like, and even when I see, because I live still in the same city, I'll see the person as an adult, like 30, whatever years later. And that's what I think of, of of that embarrassment. That's
0: wild. That's wild. And I'll
1: never, and I'll never. Uh yeah so I mean luckily I don't see the person so it's not co- all-consuming it's not like I'm you know <laughs> making a list of people I'm mad at and like thinking but it's it's an example of some situation that occurs the other person's probably completely forgotten about it like five minutes after it happened yet totally you, you maintain because it's so impactful and so hurtful it's the you carry it with you and so if I you imagine I'm just like imagine that person then was my neighbor and so I saw them all the time now as an adult. And I'm sure this happens to many people, is you have to come to grips to these past slights or past things that consume you because if not, it's like you said, you carry that pain or you it it absorbs your energy. It brings <laughs> you negativity.
0: How, do you feel like you've forgiven that person, Rod? Or do you still feel it a little bit?
1: Well, I don't think... Because cause there's no interaction. I have very little. I don't think about it. But no, if I bump into them... <laughs> I, no, I don't think I ever... I, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? To that you, it's no, fascinating. No, I don't think i let go of that. Yeah.
0: It is interesting how these moments can... Uh, can sit with us for so, so long. Yeah, And I mean, thankfully, like you say, sometimes it is that sort of triggering event of seeing a person or something that reminds you of them that brings you back. You're not living in resentment over what this person did in grade seven. But if you see them, it all comes flooding
1: back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm not confronted with needing to, to whatever, get past it. But if I was, then that would be the, there would be the like okay you have to come to grips with it and and let it let it go and i th- i think the the thing and this is i don't, i'll say i only learned recently in my life is you do have to, to call it a, you have to talk about the stuff as awkward as it is as difficult as it is you have to get it out
0: Oh, see, I don't, do you think you have to get it out with that person, Rod, or just get it out in some way?
1: Yeah, I would say in some way at a minimum, but then I, then I would say, I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to, like, as I'm telling it to you now, but no, I think you'd have to, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta. I
0: think in most situations you have to
1: do it with the person.
0: Oh, see, I completely disagree with that. Isn't that so interesting? I know, I know. We disagree so infrequently. This is going to be fun. So my experience is um, a little bit different. So, um, and it's, you know, you guys, you've heard me talk about my mom all the time. I don't think I've ever mentioned my dad here. He and I had a fairly fraught relationship and uh, I won't go into all the juicy details, because <laughs> that would be like a therapist couch. Mm. But at a certain point in my life, I think I was in my late 20s, just for ease of conversation. Mm-hmm. I consciously decided to forgive him. And it was like a, a switch was flipped or a flip was switched, whichever way that saying goes. Mm-hmm. And it was just a decision I made internally within myself. It had nothing to do with him because Mm. i don't think he would have ever even known that many of the things he'd done had hurt me Mm. and so i felt like telling him i'd forgiven him for a b and c almost would give him the power to know how to do it again (laughs) and so maybe it's also like the construct of the person too um you know that you you would do it differently but Ooh. i think equally you can find for you can find that feeling of forgiveness with another person without even engaging them and yes. maybe that again is a little bit the depth of like you know the experience that has happened but yeah. my experience with my dad was it was honestly the most one of the most freeing things I've ever done, and I Great. almost in some ways think it kickstarted my, is one of the things that kickstarted my happiness path, you mm. know, my, my consciousness around um, being happy in life, because I was not happy. happy, like I was hurt yeah. all the time and making really Bad dating choices Mm. and, like, just all the things. It was so bad. And uh, when I chose to forgive him, it was an unbelievably freeing experience, you know? Yeah, yeah, That's and great. and I and we I mean we're British, so the one fight we did have we had it over email because <laughs> it's like I the most it. British way to fight, right? Like, honest yeah. to goodness, we did. We had a whole fight over email once, and then never spoke of it again. Like ne- when we saw each other next, a couple years later, mm. we just never spoke of it again. But mm. yeah, my my uh, my forgiveness path with him was very much just a decision within myself. And then I set some really hard boundaries. And it's probably good to talk about boundaries in the context of forgiveness as well. And it was awesome. It was unbelievably freeing. At first, I felt like it was going to be me giving him permission. Like, it felt, and I think that's why sometimes we get tripped up in forgiveness. Because it feels like you're saying that what the person did is okay. Yeah. But none of that, like once I got over that thinking again in my right happy debate, it was when Mm -hmm. I really wanted to be right that I really couldn't forgive him because from Mm -hmm. a place of right, it's hard. Um, Mm -hmm. But once I got through all of that, it was really, it was very cool, very freeing good, and really helped me like really helped me in future situations to set better boundaries as well. Once you've done it once, it's super empowering. You know, oh. that first time it's hard, you know, but how once to you've do done it, it once, yeah. it's yeah, you build the muscle and you're like, Ugh. you because know, it's like the first time you do a sit up properly or something and you're like, Oh my God, I can do this forever. The first time mm. you put on snowshoes and go out in the, in the winter and go for a winter hike, you know, it's mm. things that you think like, how am I going to do this? And then you do it and it's like, yeah, I got this.
1: Mm. Interesting. So I guess, yeah, that I can you're saying is it was a process for you. You didn't need the other person in this case, your, your dad to say, sorry, like you didn't need. No, I guess a lot of times because I knew he wouldn't. Like, yeah. The, ah, yeah.
0: I knew he wouldn't. Like I knew there was no part of him that could recognize that what had happened was detrimental for me. That it was bad for me. Like I knew yeah. there was no part of him that could do it. Just mm. and and part of what you said at the beginning really resonated with me because he'd had a really hard life like he he hadn't been shown a lot of love. He hadn't experienced love as a child for a variety of reasons, yeah, and uh, so then, how can I expect him to act with love to other human beings if he's never known it himself? you know,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: so I knew that I would be asking for something he couldn't deliver and that would just hurt me more. So it was entirely an internal process for me, like 100% yeah. internal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 And then it made all of our future interactions a lot better. Like I said, with really good boundaries.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: forgiveness doesn't mean you're giving the person carte blanche to, you know, keep being mean or whatever. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's not about that at all. It's mm-hmm. like, it's forgiveness with boundaries. Yeah, I don't think people talk about boundaries when they talk about forgiveness very often, but I think and, it's really important.
1: Well, so maybe define what, what do you mean by boundaries in this case?
0: Oh, I mean like setting it up so the person can't keep hurting you. Because mm. forgiveness doesn't mean the person gets to keep hurting you. Forgiveness is looking back saying i'm gonna let all that go because it's not serving me anymore and it's right. not like i don't want to carry that negative emotion said or whatever it is with me yeah but it's also about looking forward and saying i'm not going to be treated like this anymore i'm going to set boundaries right. around things and you know yeah. not allow yeah, myself yeah. to be hurt in this way again you know what i yeah. mean so there's yeah, like totally. a looking back part that's freeing but then there's a looking forward part that's Right. Maybe and that's like in my again, this is all my lived experience, Rod. So I don't yeah. know if others experience it this way, but this has definitely been my lived experience with yeah. forgiveness.
1: Well, I mean there's some something about humans. We we're we're constantly imagining interactions. I I, mm-hmm. I mean at least Oh yes. I've never actually had this conversation with anybody, but I imagine we are because I am constantly you're constantly playing out like, oh, if this person says this And then of course. Oh 100 percent I call them
0: imaginary arguments.
1: Yeah. And so it's the I I take what you're saying is the boundaries is like you're you're playing out how this if a conversation goes in a certain way where the person starts saying these things which trigger what you know you know is gonna make you upset, you're you're predefined you're telling yourself how you're gonna act. You're either gonna you know. Whether what you'll say back, or whether you'll disconnect, yeah. or whatever, yeah, and that's how you'll, put, yeah,
0: and literally, yeah. I would say this: I'm not comfortable with the direction this conversation is headed. We can yeah. either change topic, or uh, I'm going to have to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then and then you make it the other person still has decision; they have choices, right? Yeah. They can change what they want to do and change how they want to engage, or the conversation mm. is over, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean that that took some work to get to that place for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. But right. it's all I don't know, it's all to me part of that same right versus happy. It's hard to be happy mm. if you're if you're carrying around so much anger and resentment yes. towards a person, you know. Yeah. And they don't they're not feeling that. They're off yeah. living their lives, doing their own thing. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're kind of Rolling around and writhing around and feeling all this negative emotion. I just didn't want that anymore, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, so touching back on some of this in depth, highly intensive research that I was conducting. Detailed. On
0: the Googles, yeah.
1: Details of (laughs) volumes of content knowledge. There, there's a. (laughs) There was uh one from like i'll say i don't know if it was hindu type religion or but uh, asian you know uh east asian uh religious dialogue and it was basically this it was kind of like what you do in choosing happiness person was like the the question to the audience was do you prefer to be happy or angry and then people was like well i prefer to be happy and what you know taking in uh or feeling angry about a situation about what somebody's done to you is like a poison that you're allowing to to keep you angry so are are you sure you know that's what you want it's like no i want to be happy but then the the dialogue is like well what if it's a situation where the person has you know i need to protect myself because it's you know it's one thing to be road rage which is temporary and goes on but what if it's like a relationship where you're you know the person is whatever they're doing is is having a negative impact on you and um then i think what you're talking about and in, in like setting the boundaries or and and of course we're talking about things it's like where people are we're not talking about situations of violence or
0: no true no.
1: negative uh you know, um, psychological attacks but it's we have relationships with people over time where stuff that happens that sometimes only we can sense and react to where somebody observing wouldn't even know that that was an insult or interpreted that way but it's like these are things you need to protect yourself against and so I, I see the boundaries like what you're saying is part of that is is allowing i guess that's the is it right to say that's what y- allows you to allowed you to forgive by knowing that you can have that I was in control yeah
0: because forgiveness does allow you to take control as well and for the record my dad did have some of that stuff going on like it was it was not a it was not an easy like it it was it was not easy so um but like there is a there is an and again I feel like people before I did this with him, and and my mom too, but my, it was much more, much more towards my dad. Um, he was in control in a way, like, because, because he yeah. was always in my head, you know, that saying of, um, oh, I, you know, the rent is really low. I think Hillary Clinton said it. Uh, I don't pay a lot of rent for to be in donald trump's head remember when like uh, he was going on and on and on about her it's that feeling of like he's not my he was not paying any rent for being in my head he was in my uh, head all the time yes living rent free maybe that's yeah. the thing i think he's living rent free and so yeah. it just it it made it so that couldn't happen anymore not mm-hmm. to say it never happened again, because I mean, life is cyclical. Like there's no like we know, we talk about this all the time. There's no such thing as black and white. It, life isn't an on and off switch. Yeah. But it made it a lot easier time over time over time when then little things happened for me to, you know, again, I'd sort of built that muscle. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But you do like, I don't know, I, I do think you have to do it with boundaries or else it's, Yes, we leave ourselves open for things to happen over and over and over again. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I like
0: uh, that last one. I don't know if you <laughs> can hear him, but he's uh, he's very much uh, very much wants to be a part of today's conversation as well. Mm. Our little echo cat. This is a heavy topic this week. It is, isn't yeah. it, Rod? Yeah. It's a it's a juicy one, but I think it's like. I really do feel like it's one of those other tools in our toolkit to help us live a more free and happy, and like genuinely change our lives. Yeah. And yeah. so holding on to this stuff, it's just not. It's it's yeah. It's it's it's, it's hard to be happy and hold on to these negative things That's from right. the past.
1: That's right. Yeah. So that, there's but another, it is a heavy topic. But so, so self forgiveness was the second part of this. And <gasps> yeah, this let's was, do that. So there's another. Yeah, so th- one of the things I thought was really interesting that I, uh, I, don't, I won't say read because a lot of this is like YouTube videos and other forms, <laughs> but took in was, you know, because here's another true statement, which is, is that lots of us think about things that w- happened in our past long time yeah. ago and with regret. Oh, and so the regret that we carry of what, how we acted or what we did at some past situation can st- talk about rent, living rent free in your head, you know. Yes. Yes. And and so one of the things is, which is hard for us to realize, is that we're we're first of all our memories aren't perfect. Like our memories actually morph over time. So what we're remembering about a situation is, probably. I mean it's probably not 100% accurate which is hard to grasp but it's true memories morph and, and shift over time
0: oh absolutely
1: and the other is we're taking the lens of ourselves as adults and what we know now and the standard for our behavior that we give to ourselves now and applying oh, it to such a our, good way our young to put self it. yeah i was like oh it's so true it's like when you're you say this you know oh if you're 18 19 what do you say like oh your brain is not f- Really you don't even it. have a
0: fully formed prefrontal cortex yet right. like so not you, till our early 20s do we have a fully formed prefrontal cortex
1: right but but we sure never can mind remember, 18
0: or 19
1: we can sure remember what we were doing though, yeah we were, uh yep. and so we can feel guilty about that 20 year old yes. self
0: or ashamed or embarrassed or whatever right like but all those things yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think self-forgiveness is the harder one
1: yeah It is. But that's the, it, that is as, I mean, it's consuming in a different way. It's not anger and negativity, but it's that self, uh, what, what is the word? Well, I
0: think it does because it's self-loathing, right? Like it's, it's, or self-flagellation or whatever, but like it's it's that being really hard on ourselves in a way that we would never be hard on another person in this way. It's that whole idea, right? Would you ever let, you know, would you ever talk to a good friend like that? Would you ever let a good friend talk to you that way?
1: You know,
0: um, but the same principles I think have to apply, right? Like it has to still be that sense of, letting go and setting yeah. the boundaries that I'm just not gonna but maybe the boundaries are different oh I never thought of it this way Rod but maybe the boundaries mm. in this case are I'm not gonna hold myself like I'm not gonna think about my 18 year old self the way I think about my current age self I'm not saying my age out loud yeah um I'm just not doing it <laughs> and not thinking about like whatever 30 40 or a year ago me in the same way i think about today me because yeah. today me has a lot of lived experiences I has yeah. been through a lot of therapy maybe that's the boundary maybe that's the boundary trick to apply to ourselves i'm gonna try that out yeah
1: yeah yeah i think um and, what, and then that is just to say like um don't hold our past self to the standard or or Yeah, what we know today because we're armed with so much more life experience and knowledge and therapy sessions and everything else
0: friendships like good friendships where you can talk this stuff through no one when you're 18 talks this stuff through
1: no I know
0: you know like we don't have a fully formed prefrontal cortex so we're just not (gasps) yeah Rod I'm totally gonna try this out yeah oh I'm so excited you know Mm -hmm. I love homework yeah this feels like really good <laughs> homework.
1: Yeah, I think then, then the theme, be- the other theme between the two is, just a you just said it now is, is, if it's if something's bottled up and bouncing around and living rent free in you, and it's negative, is you got to find a way to, to let it to get it out, and that's yes, yeah, and um, with the the, the point being is that it's not gonna. If it's stay, if it's sticking around for more than a week, it's probably it needs help to get out. It's not just going to yes. go
0: away. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And talking it out with someone is very, very helpful. But just mm. also, you know, the compassion part that we always talk about here on this podcast as well of just being kind to yourself and yeah. Um not being mad at young you for doing yeah. silly things and making silly choices and yeah
1: is there is there an uh, uh, an add on to the campsite rule for how you treat uh, you know leave relationships that leave the other person as good or better than when you found them like the campsite i i wonder if we make we one for to ourselves i think we have to
0: self apply it yeah. i think we have to as long as we are every single day Thinking I am better today than I was yesterday. My me today that I am, I feel better. I feel better about the interactions I've had. I've learned things like whatever that jam is yeah. for you. I think that's the campsite rule. Leave ourselves better off. Yeah. yeah. Than we were yesterday or the day before or in every yeah. relationship that we're making better choices or, you know, whatever, whatever that thing is. But yeah, yeah I definitely think it applies. Mm hmm. And is kind of super freeing, which is the magic, right? That's the secret sauce. Yeah. That's, I think, why you and I are so obsessed with talking about all things change is because it really is about freedom. Yeah. Like internal freedom.
1: Yeah. That's right.
0: (sighs) I know this was a heavy one I'm glad I'm grateful that we talked this one out though Rod it feels like it's a it's a good fit for what we've been doing this season but Mm -hmm. I know it was a heavy one
1: yeah yeah it was but good thank you
0: thank you Rod all right everybody thank you for listening we'll do something saucy and silly next week maybe (laughs) who knows who knows (laughs) thanks (laughs) Thanks, Rod bye bye, everyone